Five o'clock in Pirate Country and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirate. All right, welcome in, everybody. It is uh, the Patrick Johnson Show. Didn't get a chance to mention uh, R.I.P. Gilbert Godfrey yesterday. Had a shortened show and uh, Coach Donnie Kirkpatrick in the studio and heavy on the Pirate football talk yesterday, quite obviously. The big story out of that, I don't think uh, we tweeted it, despite uh, hoping it would get tweeted, that... uh, Dang, we have interns and everything. Still couldn't get it done, uh, huh? (laughs) don't please don't get me going i'm overcoming today and, and moving no on no more tears no more tears That's i'm the theme i'm overcoming and moving on but um hold nailers to the manning academy this summer i think that that wow. to me was that's a big that was huge i think that's solely why daniel jones got drafted there for a little bit it was because of association with the mannings well i you know this it's funny about daniel jones now this doesn't mean he was going to be yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. But I remember yeah. uh, back when Time Warner Sports Channel was a thing. Oh, I do remember that. They called me in to do the private school three, whatever the big private school championship was. Um, and Daniel Jones's team was in it. And they were the underdog. They might have No, they didn't win. They, they got beat. And uh, he, he at the time was going to Dartmouth or somewhere to play. And I just remember thinking to myself, this guy's better than going to Dartmouth. Pretty <laughs> damn good quarterback. Better recommit. Yeah, and, and obviously, then Duke got on him really late. And, you know, I mean, he was okay at Duke, but really, you know, it's funny. I was talking to somebody today because we got a lot of reaction to, uh, and there's been a lot of reaction to Mason Garcia. And rightfully so. He looked very good on Saturday. Mason Garcia, uh, this was somebody who was contemplating, you know, does Mason Garcia eventually go? Does he does he stay? Does he redshirt? How much will he play this year? He's got four seasons to play three remaining. So, I mean, you know, it's et cetera, et cetera. But you really only need, as Mitchell Trubisky kind of proved, as to a degree Sam Howell has proven, and as Daniel Jones proved, you really only need like one decent season to get on the radar. Absolutely. And if you got all the other measurables, you're probably going to get a shot. And that's what I think if you're a Mason Garcia uh, fan, if you're a Mason Garcia 
confidant, if you're advising Mason Garcia, if you're just if you're Mason Garcia, I'm not saying he's going to the NFL, but he looks like a guy that has a lot of ability, a kid that's got a ton of ability and has a lot of natural gifts and instincts. So, uh, you know, Chris Johnson had three years here, and it wasn't until his last year when he finally held on to the football that he got on the radar. He got into the combine. and He ended up being a great pro, too. Ended up being a fantastic pro. But it took him that, you know, three years to kind of figure it out. He had trouble hanging on to the football at times, and then all of a sudden, he was uh, a guy that was running for big yards and then ran that blazing fast time, 4-2-something in the in the 40 in the combine. And the rest, as they say, is history. Well, I think the great news about this whole deal is that nowadays with the XFL and now the USFL, you have more options. There's more routes for these quarterbacks to go, these one-year wonders or these guys that kind of come on late. You know, there is, but, they you got do, options. but you don't know how if that's going to be an entree. You know, maybe the XFL will be because the XFL is going to be a. There's they're the they're an NFL entity now, so. Well, they're like kissing cousins. Yep. Of the NFL, they're gonna they're gonna do things to test out rules and and perhaps various camera angles and all that for the NFL broadcast. It's going to be a testing ground. So let's hope it might be for the players. Uh, this weekend, we've got our first USFL game. How about that? I'm excited for it. I got I got to pick a team, figure I, out who I want to pick. I find it interesting, two things. They're playing all the games in one city this year. And Birmingham, for some reason, is the go-to destination for them. Well, yeah, I, I, I suppose it could have been anywhere, but that probably was the best deal, and they were able to find the most yeah. uh, areas for practice facilities and – where to play games, et cetera. I mean, that's fine. But I find it interesting. The first game, it'll be on in primetime Saturday on Fox and NBC and on Peacock. Uh, anyway, I mentioned Gilbert Godfrey passing away, dying, uh, age of 67. Got to interview Gilbert in person a couple times uh, on the really? phone a few times. Yeah, back in the Raleigh days. And uh, Gilbert, uh, if you do enough of these interviews with people, and you, I guess, leave an impression, good or bad, they kind of remember you. So I'm not saying Gilbert knew me by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but Gilbert recognized me when he would come in. Okay, there you go. You know, near the, the last time we did something. Um, and, and, and was just a sweetheart of a guy. Really quiet and unassuming. Yep. Very funny. Even, you know, when he was on, he was on. I'd asked the Big Hen to send me the cut for this morning that we ran. It was one of the great bits ever that he did. And uh, Big Hen didn't. No. He, he got onto something else here. So uh, that would be that would be uh, that would be that. See, my uh, my uh, generation was introduced to Gilbert Gottfried from uh, Aladdin, the Aladdin yeah. cartoon. He was the right. parrot in that. But uh, obviously, I loved I loved him on Stern. He was one of my favorite Stern guests. Of he all was time. on and Stern 122 times. I had not been on in the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a completely different show now. Yeah, well, it's not a very good show now either. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, so uh, big news happening today. First of all, uh, hello to Ben Byram. Hey, Ben. We have hey, uh, ben. A, a couple of transfer portal news items. Um, I think the more relevant, because it's more germane to hear, is Alanza Frank announcing he's going in the portal. Now, 
this is not a case of the player not wanting to play for the coach, as I understand it. This is not a case of the coach not wanting the player, as I understand it. This is a case of Alanza Frank has, uh, I guess, some concerns uh, of a personal nature or a family nature and wants to be closer to home. Now, you know, he's out of the New Jersey area. Presumably that would put him in the Northeast unless he is geographically challenged like uh, Gardner Minshew, who wanted to move closer to, to home say, and not, wound up in Washington State. So this is a Gardner Minshew situation, if, is it? If, if uh, Frank is moving closer to home, and but we wind up that he uh, ends up in uh, Colorado or New Mexico or UNLV or something, then we know this was not indeed, <laughs> you know. But that that's, from all accounts, everything was, everybody was on the same page. This just a family matter came up and he made the decision he wanted to be closer to home. So good luck to Frank. Great, great, great person. Really good person. Very positive person. And he had flashes of athleticism here, especially inside the paint. Just um, Well, yeah. he was a below-the-rim guy, but and I don't even know if he were, quote-unquote, in shape if he'd have been an above-the-rim guy. He just has a below-the-rim game, Yep. but that's fine. He's got a little touch. He could shoot. His big issue was he always was stepping on somebody's foot in practice and, and injuring his ankle. <laughs> and he just couldn't stay healthy long enough to condition. When he had that little stretch kind of, you know, midway the season, he was he was pretty good. Then he kind of started to get injured again and again, yep. stepping on guys' ankles in and practice, that twisting way. his own. Yeah. It looked that way yeah. when you watched him. He looked like he was trying to draw a lot of fouls or had a hard time finishing because he couldn't get as physical as he wanted right. to. Maybe he was feeling the effects of some kind of injury. So it makes well, sense. you don't have any lift. You don't have any conditioning, the whole, the whole thing. But a, a good player. A good player. Um, was announced uh, kind of in that same time frame where the Frank News came out that uh, Tristan Newton has a home. By the way, that makes now five ECU players that have entered the portal. Uh, you have three others that are leaving, two graduated. Uh, well, really three graduated. Robinson White, I guess, just decided to move on with his uh, life beyond college basketball, which is uh, admirable and something that uh, I hope he's successful in. So that is the... Bit of news there. Tristan Newton announced he is going to UConn. <sighs> yeah, that was kind of. Well, no, look, great move for him. Puts him in the Big East. Yeah. Uh, puts him with a program that's got national championships. I'm just not a UConn fan on any level. Well, I think he's got more of an opportunity to play there and play more minutes than, let's say, a Texas school like A&M or whatever the case may be, whatever you were throwing around there with these bigger Texas schools. Houston, maybe. I mean, I think UConn gives them the best chance to play, in just my personal opinion, looking at the roster. No, I agree, and uh, I'm not going to pretend I know the most, the most about uh, the UConn Huskies. Yep. Uh, tournament team this year, right? And yeah. they have uh, Danny Hurley, who's a little bit of a maniac as their head coach. So, uh, you know, I, I – Tristan Newton's used to being kind of coached hard. He'll get coached hard there. I still think he's a guy, he's very young, that needs to be coached up a little bit and still has needs some improvement, but already a great player, and he can only get better at UConn, I would think. I, I certainly think he will have to play a little more defense maybe than he's yeah, accustomed to playing yeah. in Greenville. <laughs> but um, 
No, I mean, that's – why wouldn't you want Tristan Newton on your roster? Uh, I mean, the American is a comparable league to the Big East. You wouldn't think that – or I should say the Big East is a comparable league to the American. Might not show up in the amount of bids, but, I mean, really – In terms of competitiveness. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a very competitive – and there's great teams in, in that league. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, the always anonymous text. I figured. I figured. Well, this was something. I, I'm going to forward you something here as I, as I talk, because I, I wanted to. We'll play this going to to the break, or maybe coming back from the break. because uh, this is a funny, 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 funny bit, and because I liked uh, Gilbert so much when I met him and interviewed him. Uh, the few times I got a chance to, he he really almost got me in major trouble one time. At, at <laughs> I was already, I was always on the edge, as it were. Yeah. At uh, we protect the family. Uh, the big heritage uh, talker six eighty, WPTF. Always because you know I was I, I obviously marched to a much different beat than a lot of people in yep. in that industry, and uh, I would always try to get the. Hollywoody kind of guests to come in, and they would. They like coming in. Yeah, you've had some big ones from and, what I hear. And uh, Gilbert had a title of a book, and I had to say it very, very slowly, or it would sound profane. The the words are not profane. It depends on how you say it would be profane. And I actually it was one of those deals. I was handed the interview, not anticipating it. Uh, but I somebody had said, "Well, we want to speak to the guy we normally speak to," and. Thankfully, it was not live. It was on tape. So I got handed the piece of information, the packet just before. And uh, I was reading off the name, you know, welcoming Gilbert on. Great to talk to you again, Gilbert. He was on the phone. He was making ha-has. We were discussing what the book was about. I'd read the title. And then it hit me as I read it maybe for the third or fourth time because you do the reset during the interview. People are coming and going. It's like giving the score of a radio play-by-play game. You, you do that every so often because – Nobody's locked on your every word. You know, this is the only person that cares I'm on the air right now. I mean, truly cares I'm on the air right now. Is it your mom? My mom. That's it. That's the only person that cares well, you're I on care the air. Because, I mean, I work on it. Well, no, yeah. I understand. But I'm just <laughs> saying, the only person that cares anybody's on the air is their mother. That's it. No one else cares. Yeah. Don't care that you are on the air. And so, we've got, uh, I was just halfway through it. I'm going to, I mean, this is a much different station, so I could say the name of the book it was rubber balls and liquor but if you meaning you know like a bounty ball and then like a bottle yep. of liquor yep. if you said it quickly you oh, could get in a little tr- yes, in my head, you, could, yeah. you could get in a little trouble <laughs> and I, I i would read the i read it very slowly and gilbert picked up on it and gave me a lot of grief during the course <laughs> of the interview and i, I said gilbert this will be our That's last funny. interview because it might be my last interview if we do it the way you want. But he was going on around the country doing that and just giving, I mean, again, just a great joke. Uh, do we? Do you get the thing I sent you? Let's play that. We'll, we'll go ahead and hit the break here. Come back, do a little pirate report. We got Brian Mull coming on. Sorry, Charles. We're going to talk golf. Sorry. Uh, Charles is our number one fan. He knows it. Nobody's. Nobody's. Forcing anybody to do anything. Talking here. to every Facebook post, you'll see Charles down there <sighs> at nine four three the game on Facebook. Just, just you, nobody said you had to do. We want you to listen. Nobody's saying you have to. 
All right. Um, we'll uh, we'll talk to Brian. Well, he was at the Masters, so it's not like we're getting somebody who was on the couch watching this, their opinion. We're getting a guy who was actually there talking to people. So we'll get into all that with uh, Maul coming up later in the show. Ben's going to have an update. Everything I don't talk about, he'll talk about. Uh, going to break, little Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, go ahead, bring the music down, and go ahead and hit the um, hit the bit because it's like a lengthy bit. Our man is in a bar drinking. He gets so drunk that he pukes all over his shirt, and he, he goes up to the bartender and goes, I, "I'm in trouble now." When when my wife finds out I got so drunk, I puked on my shirt, she'll kill me. The bartender says, don't worry about it. Look, here's what you do. You take a $10 bill and put it in your shirt pocket. Then you go home to your wife, say, some other guy got drunk, and he puked on your shirt. And he said, I'm sorry, here's $10 to have it cleaned. And he goes, I'll try that. And he goes back to his wife, and he goes, I was in the bar. A guy puked on my shirt and gave me this $10 here to have it cleaned. And the wife looks, and she goes, he gave you $20. And he goes, oh, I forgot to tell you, he also in my pants. <laughs> season get the latest on the carolina panthers as jim zoki from the panthers radio network joins the p-man bring on the good stuff universe this and every monday right here on 94.3 the game the flagship station for the ecu pirates Whether it's hunting or fishing, Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop just outside of Greenville has got you covered. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop carries all your turkey hunting supplies, including shotguns by Benelli, Stoker, Franchi, and Mossberg. They have a full line of TSS Longbeard and Mag Blend ammos, Avian X and Dave Smith decoys, custom turkey calls such as David Halloran and Eddie Wynn game calls, and a great selection of turkey vests, seats, and blinds. For you fishermen, Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop also has what you need. They carry one of the largest inventories of rods, reels, and fishing tackle in the area for fresh and saltwater fishing. Everything you need for a successful hunt or a great day on the water can be found at Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop. So why go anywhere else? Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop is just outside of Greenville on Marine Drive and open Monday through Friday 8.30 to 5.30 and Saturday 8.30 to 12.30. An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor, providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks. It alerts you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading U.S. provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a U.S.-based Byram Healthcare specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-914-2037. 
That's 800-914-2037. Hey, I want to tell you a little bit about Wilson Rose Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rose is an authorized train dealer, specializes in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for 0% financing options up to 60 months on qualifying equipment. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes in Greenville. You'll be comfortable in no time. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Just follow me. We're doing it for the ground. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. All right, maybe you are uh, counting down the days to the holiday weekend. Maybe you have Monday off. Maybe you have Friday off. And uh, maybe when you have that holiday weekend, everybody likes I don't care where you work. You love a three-day weekend, right? Everybody loves a three-day weekend. I miss them. Well, maybe you uh, are going to get that kind of pit in your stomach on Sundays. You... Or Monday, depending on if you have Monday off. You're coming back to work Monday or Tuesday of next week. You're thinking, oh, i got to go to that job. That job. But you got bills to pay. Got to make that Skrilla. But you do want a different gig, perhaps. Just You want better pay. Maybe you feel like you're not appreciated at work. You're not challenged. Well, Victra, they're hiring. They're the largest independent retailer. For one of the nation's largest cellular providers, Victor's Greenville Contact Center has positions open for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care and operations support. The benefits are incredible. There's tremendous potential, uh, commission potential, I should say. Paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision. You get paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. You can earn top dollar. You're going to get to work in a fun environment. Everybody's a pro there. They're motivated. And Victor's motivated to make you uh, the most successful you can be in your professional life. Apply now. Learn more. Pit-jobs.com. That's Pitt is in Pitt County-jobs.com. It is time for today's Pirate Report. Now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Indeed, uh, Cliff Godwin. Uh, what is the first one? He was just asked how the game, uh, thoughts on the game. Well, they got a lot of, they got a you know good bullpen performance, pieced it together. Josh Boyland, really big bounce back for him, four for four. And uh, he shouts out Ben Newton in this cut. Here we go. 
weekend? Yeah, it was great. You know, anytime you can come on the road and win seven to one. Um, I thought we pitched really good. Thought our bullpen was good. Mayhew, Spivey, Jake Hunter, uh, Zach there at the end. Thought we played really good defense. Had some good quality at bats up and down the lineup. You know, spread out once again, which is a good thing. Josh Mullen had a really good day. Hoover had a good day. Zach had a good day. Um, you know, Ben Newton had some hit some balls hard. Didn't have a lot to show for it and played tremendously behind the plate. Um, had a really good play on a ball in the dirt and threw a guy out. So, um, just good, good team win. Okay, well, tell me what the last one is here, Ben, because I don't have the sheet in front of me. That his guys were well prepared coming into the game yesterday. Hit it. Yeah, I thought our guys were ready to play today, and, and that's the most important part. When we're ready to play, it's, it's a good thing. So we'll have our hands full down in Orlando, but looking forward to the challenge. Right now, D1 Baseball. Um, and who writes this? He's bullish. Is it fit? No, no, no. This is Teddy Cahill. Oh, okay. Not familiar. Or Cahill. Bullish on the Pirates. Now, he had him as a two-seed last week, but he's got East Carolina as a three-seed in the Charlottesville region. Virginia, obviously, Wofford, East Carolina, and Norfolk State. Um, I'm And I'm, I'm scanning this for the first time. I saw the one from last week this morning. He's not updated as of yet. There was uh, one out there that had us like as the first four out when it came to the yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, we had that this weekend on the telecast. Um, like I don't see Tulane anywhere. So apparently this this guy thinks ECU and he, he does have them getting the auto bid. Yeah, so he apparently he's got the American as a one bid league and thinks ECU will win the tournament. Uh, and uh, the Pirates historically have not had their best weeks in a conference tournament. So. That would be the challenge. Uh, North Carolina is in the Knoxville region. Woo! Tennessee that is the number one. not good one. for Carolina. Uh, Wake Forest is in the College Park region. They got Maryland hosting as a 16 national seed. Uh, <laughs> Campbell's in the Auburn region as the four seed. I'm just kind of looking through people that the Pirates have played here yep. of interest. NC State is in the Corvallis, Oregon region with Oregon State as the number three national seed. That would be tough. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, Virginia Tech beat ECU earlier in the year, three seed in the Hattiesburg Regional. Uh, Mississippi, uh, Southern Miss is the 13 seed nationally. By the way, the Charlottesville Regional would oppose the Dallas Baptist Regional, Dallas Baptist 12th. Do they have Old Dominion anywhere? Uh, not the College of Charleston's in as a four seed in the Athens. They have them winning the Colonial. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I, I think Northeastern and to a degree UNCW have something to say about that. Um Davidson is in the Fayetteville, Arkansas regional as a four seed. I do not see Old Dominion. Doesn't mean that they're not in here. Huh. But I do not see them. I don't see Michigan either. Again, doesn't mean they're not in here, but I'm just kind of once over scanning this and me reading is not exactly tremendous radio. Yeah, I'm not sure what Old Dominion has done this past weekend, but I know once we played them, they were like maybe the out on the outside looking in when it came to the top 25. Yeah, the, I, the, I mean that the top 25 really doesn't factor into this. But yeah, yeah. but still, I, I, I'm just trying to say they're they're a good team. Look, maybe look and see what they did this weekend. I don't see them in here, uh, and I don't maybe know. I'm not educated enough on CUSA maybe to know who the CUSA rep would be. 
Uh, and again, I was just looking at this mainly from the I, from the ECU. So I guess Southern Miss would be the QSO rep, right? Because they're in Conference USA. So, um, hmm, that's interesting. Old Dominion's good. It's a good baseball team. Not a, a lot not of a, power. Not a great defensive team. They could leave the gloves in the dugout because it really wouldn't matter. But they're a pretty good power team. So they beat. Uh, according to their uh, schedule here on their website, they beat fifth-ranked Virginia yesterday, nine to two. Okay, and they lost two out of three to Texas San Antonio over the weekend. So that hurts. Yep. Anytime they lose in their conference, they're going to get penalized. But they were twenty-one and six after they beat ECU. Is that right? Does that sound about yep, right? That, that's right. They're so, tw- they're twenty-something and eight now. Yeah. So yeah, that adds up. I mean, it's still. I don't know. Uh, hey, folks, and I'm talking to you when I say that. Uh, we've got our concerts on the Common, Greenville Toyota Amphitheater at the Town Common. First show coming up on the 28th, Jim Quick and the Coastline Band. Thanks to the city of Greenville and the Junior League. They're a big part of this. They'll be serving up all the refreshing adult beverages this year. But we get underway uh, two weeks from tomorrow with uh, Jim Quick and the Coastline Band. Our concerts on the Common this year returning Thursday nights. Starting in April, then a couple dates in May, a couple dates in June. All of it wraps up before the July 4th. I think it's going to be great. It is sponsored by the Ritchie Law Firm, SCA Collections, Greenville Utilities, Vited Health, The Air Doctor, Town Bank, Pitt Greenville Airport, Carolina Eagle Distributing, Sawyer's Fun Park, shout out TJ Sawyer, State Farm Insurance, Greenville Toyota, and Suddenlink, which I think has changed the company name, but uh, you get the point there. I think everybody who was involved last year is involved uh, this year. So uh, that's good of them to return. And It was a lot of fun last year. I'm looking forward to it. Very good. Yeah. All right, Brian Mull coming up. We'll break. When we come back, Ben will give you an update on what's going on in the world, and uh, we'll continue on Patrick Johnson Show. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to the Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. <laughs> or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. <laughs> it's Kids Night at Moore's Barbecue. Let us take care of dinner tonight for your little ones every Wednesday night. Kids 10 and under eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. So come into one of our five locations in Winterville, New Bern, Moorhead City, Swansboro, and Jacksonville. Bring the whole family. There's always enough great food for everyone. If it's not Moore's, it's less. I'm Matt Murchison here at Greenville Nissan. Goodbye winter, hello spring. Sales event going on right now here at Greenville Nissan. I'm alone with Scotty Turner. What's up, Good my Good morning, friend? sir. Good How are see you? you? Yeah. I mean, look, what a wonderful day. It right? is a- look, <laughs> folks, this is a great time to come to Greenville Nissan, and I mean that sincerely. Matt, what do we have that most people don't have? Uh, we got plenty of inventory. Man, do we have some inventory. Oh, yeah. You know, folks, we're here to serve you at Greenville Nissan. Our team does a fantastic job to make sure that we take care of you from beginning to end. We give you top dollar for your trade. We have what? Greenville, we have Nissan bonus cash right now on every Nissan Altima we have in stock, right? That is correct. You want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, we got a great selection of Altimas right here. We uh, got all makes and models of the Nissan lineup right now here at Greenville Nissan. Hey, if you're worried about gas, we got an exciting new electric vehicle coming, vehicle coming out, and that's the Nissan Aria. You can reserve that vehicle through our website at GreenvilleNissan.com. Check us out. You're going to get the greatest experience here at Greenville Nissan, where we drive to serve. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. 
No beach parties or family barbecues here. Just Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi, in which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. From the WNCT 9 Newsroom, I'm Ken Watlington. COVID-19 cases in North Carolina are going up. The state reported more than 4,700 new cases over the past week. 2.1 million virus particles were found in wastewater. That's up 700,000 from last weekend. COVID-19 hospitalizations, however, are dropping. Right now, 242 people are in the hospital with the virus. That's down 32 from last week. More on that and all of today's local news, weather and sports, starting at 5 o'clock on WNCT 9 News. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. Let's start with what's happening around Pirate Nation. ECU baseball found themselves back in the win column after defeating Elon on the road 7-1 and sweeping the season series with the Phoenix. After that dominant performance, head coach Cliff Godwin talked about what in particular was working for his team in that game. Yeah, it was great. You know, anytime you come on the road and win 7-1, um, I thought we pitched really good. Our bullpen was good. Mayhew, Spivey, Jay Cumber, Zach there at the end. Um, played really good defense. Had some good quality at bats up and down the lineup. You know, spread out once again, which is a good thing. Josh Mullen had a really good day. Hoover had a good day. Zach had a good day. Um, you know, Ben Newton had some hits the balls hard. Didn't have a lot to show for it and played tremendously behind the plate. Um, had a really good player. Ramon Dirt pull a guy out. So, um, just good, good team win. Pirate Baseball is back in action tomorrow in Orlando as they begin their series with conference opponent UCF in Orlando. First pitch for that game is scheduled for 6 o'clock, but you can hear live play-by-play and pregame coverage beginning at 545 right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94-3 the game. Meanwhile, for Pirate Basketball, former ECU guard Tristan Newton hit the portal not too long ago, and he is now officially committed to a team. Newton will find himself playing in the Big East as he joins the UConn Huskies. Speaking of ECU basketball, Pirate 4 
forward Alonzo Frank, the transfer from South Carolina, announced hours ago that he will also enter the transfer portal. On the bright side, UC basketball head coach Mike Schwartz picks up his fifth or fourth commitment and six foot eight forward Elijah Jones from Mount Zion Prep. Jones received offers from Hofstra, Old Dominion, St. Bonaventure, UMass, and many others and was recruited heavily by current UC assistant Jake Morton at Jacksonville State. Elsewhere in college basketball, the reigning AAC player of the year in SMU's Kendrick Davis has officially entered the transfer portal, while UNC's Armando Baycott announced that he will stay at UNC for one more year. That's going to do it for your 94th for the game sports update. I'm in Byram. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. We have taken steps to ensure your safety. Our locally owned and operated salons are ready to provide your next haircut, color, highlights, facial wax, or hair treatments. Please support your local salon by calling for an appointment today. Fantastic Sam's, affordable by design, caring by nature. Locations in Goldsburg, Kinston, Greenville, Newburn, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, and Calabash. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions just three words tell you everything you need to know they tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans just three words made in America real steel find yours at steeldealers.com the majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Every Monday during the ECU baseball season, tune in as Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin talks East Carolina baseball. Brought to you by Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center and the Gavigan Agency. With Patrick Johnson on your home for Pirate baseball. I fly ball to left, to the track, to the wall. He cannot get it. 94-3 the game. 943thegame.com. Now back to the Patrick Johnson Show. If you're somebody who's been suffering from long-lasting joint pain, you can get relief. You can do so without surgery, without drugs, without downtime. New options are available right here in Greenville. Regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. A very exciting medical development. Remarkable regenerative treatments actually encourage your own body to help heal the damaged tissue in your joints. And look, pro athletes, high-level college athletes, high-level athletes of any kind, they've been doing this for years. It's now available for you and me, the weekend warriors. So if you've been struggling with knee, back, shoulder, or hip pain, maybe arthritis pain of any kind, check out the exciting natural alternative with incredible patient satisfaction. It's restorative biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics are available now, so give them a call. Simple phone number, 252-756-PAIN. 
That's 252-756-PAIN, 252-756-PAIN, P-A-I-N, for QC Kinetics. Turning our attention back to the Masters, turning our attention to golf, turning our attention to our pal Brian Mull. He was down there with the Augusta Chronicle, USA Today Network, Caddy Network, Brian Mull all over it. Uh, great article. We got the uh, version that was uh, run on the website for the uh, newspaper down in Wilmington on Harold Varner III before the tournament. Uh, Kevin Williams was really excited about that. I know he appreciated it, uh, and they uh, tweeted it out. Brian, uh, great to have you uh, on, and great to have you back with us after, uh, I'm sure, a uh, whirlwind of a week at Augusta National for the Masters. Uh, thanks, Patrick. Always uh, always nice to be in Augusta. It, it's, a, it's a great place to work it's a great place it's the best golf tournament in the world in my opinion and uh certainly it was an exciting week and i enjoyed catching up with harold i hadn't uh, seen him in person in a little while and uh it, it was great and certainly enjoyed watching him play and uh, what a what a terrific week that, that he had what a what an outstanding debut in the masters well I, I think there's plenty i do want to get your perspective on scheffler and tiger and other things, but I, Harold seems to be the good place to start with our audience uh, because I thought Harold three out of the four days was spectacular. Uh, three days under uh, par, finished tied for 23rd. Uh, it's funny with the way that tie went. I think uh, he and the others actually make less money than the guy who finished behind them at 24th, but that's the way the PGA world is. And look, you know, 140 grand for four days' work, I think. I think Harold will take it. It's been a pretty good run for him. What did Harold Varner maybe learn about Augusta National, and what did the golf world learn about Harold Varner? Well, I think Harold feels like and proved that the the golf course and his game are a good match. Uh, he drives the ball extremely well, and his long iron and you know two hundred yard shot, one hundred ninety yard shot game is excellent, and that's a course where, uh, you know, you have to be elite really in that level. If you look at all, all of the winners and his short game has dramatically improved, which has kind of coincided with his uh, earnings increasing in the last year or so. And I think that was certainly to his benefit as well. I think he uh, was in a tough spot Saturday to be in contention in your first masters and have those type of abnormal conditions. Uh, one of the most difficult days from a scoring perspective that we've seen at the masters in several years with temperatures uh, barely climbing into the fifties and, and 20 to 25 mile an hour wind. Uh, he, he spoke after the round about uh, having just not being cold, but kind of feeling restricted with his swing with all the, all the clothing that he had on. And that's certainly a, an unusual instance so i think uh he's able to probably write that off to the weather and maybe a little bit to the situation and and uh, obviously it did not destroy his confidence very much because he was able to bounce back on sunday with one of the few sub 70 rounds shot by any golfer uh last week and to to shoot three under uh as he did there on sunday was 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 outstanding he seemed to gain some fans because uh, as much as we might know about Harold, as much as I think golf continues to learn about Harold, I mean, that's a different clientele in a sense around uh, around Augusta National. That's a bigger stage, quite obviously. So it seems like he gained some fans. 
Uh, no doubt. Uh, certainly uh, just within the media, a lot of eyes were opened. I had a number of uh, national writers coming over because I had written that feature on him early in the week and uh, wanting maybe a little bit more detail. And certainly he had, uh, after the second round on Friday, he had kind of a who's who of golf journalists uh, there talking to him, Ian O'Connor, uh, who is, you know, wrote the book on uh, Coach K and wrote the book on uh, Tiger and Jack, I mean, Jack and Arnie and uh, Tiger and Phil. And, you know, he was speaking with Harold's parents afterwards and going in depth for a profile. And, you know, I think just uh, there were a lot of a lot of folks that, that that came just to watch him and a lot of folks who, who will be pulling for him going forward. All right, Harold, uh, teeing at uh, 212 tomorrow. Harbortown Golf Links in uh, in South Carolina. We'll get into that in uh, a little bit, uh, but uh, that's uh, next on HV3's uh, uh, run, and uh, he finished runner-up in that event uh, last year. All right, uh, Scotty Scheffler uh, with the uh, win. Here's a question for you. Uh, Scheffler, I think, uh, kind of got emotional, uh, he said, on Sunday morning. When you win that event, anytime you see someone win a major, particularly Augusta, it seems like they take several weeks off. Uh, is it? It would be less physical for Scheffler and more mental if he takes a, an amount of time off. But he's on a pretty good heater right now. Does he run the risk of losing a little something here, possibly, by by taking some time off after the Masters? We under, you understand why he would, but does he run that risk, or or is his game? one that kind of travels anywhere where he'll he'll emerge and, and pop up uh, in the next few weeks? Well, by all accounts, uh, ever since he was uh, a, a youngster hanging out watching, uh, you know, Justin Leonard and some of the other tour players there at Royal Oaks in Dallas, Scotty Scheffler is a golf nut, golf junkie. He loves the game. He is constantly practicing and playing. He, he jumps in the uh, – gambling wolf game there with the members at his home club. So I think uh, Scotty won't be away from the clubs for very long, even if he is away from the tour for a couple of weeks. I'm not sure if he's scheduled to play in the team event next week in New Orleans. I know he's played in that in the past, but I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to continue winning every tournament that he signs up for as he's done here over the last couple of months, basically. But at the same time, uh, I, I think his game is uh, is solid all the way through. I think he has an incredible work ethic. He was one of the last guys on the range after the round every day last week and seems to just be uh, have a great head on his shoulders, obviously, and have his priorities in order. And I think, uh, you know, now he has an opportunity to really have a special season uh, winning a world event, winning a major, winning Arnold Palmer's tournament. That's already a, a terrific season but uh, I think he's he's got the opportunity going to Southern Hills for the PGA which he has on the record in 2019 said might be his favorite golf course and he will certainly be on the short list of favorites there so maybe Wells Fargo or the Byron Nelson would be one of the two that might make yeah sense. I would think for a Texan I would not be surprised uh, to see him at the Byron Nelson there in in Dallas um yeah, hometown event. I would, I would actually be surprised if he doesn't play there. And if the Wells Fargo could get him, that would be a great, uh, a great coup. I think that's a golf course uh, he would want to see perhaps knowing that he's going to be a member of the president's cup team with that event being held right. there in the fall. Right. So uh, would not be surprised at all to see 
most of the top Americans committing to that event. All right, Brian Mull uh, with us, Caddy Network. Uh, we're talking some golf with him. Uh, the Tiger uh, return, obviously the first two days were exhilarating. They were splendid, uh, but he really started to struggle physically. Uh, I think uh, really near the beginning of the first round, got through the second round. Uh, Saturday was a disaster. Uh, and uh, Sunday, while the score was not there, there was an element of triumph. But he was using a club as a uh, as a uh, as a as a as a cane at one point. Uh, he's basically said afterwards, telling Sky Sports, he's going to play in uh, the big ones, which that would be uh, presumably the majors and, and maybe a few a year that he deems the big ones uh, from here on out. What did you glean from the performance and those remarks? Well, it was phenomenal just being around it, seeing the reception that he received, uh, seeing how well he was swinging the golf club. Uh, the putter certainly let, let him down, particularly on Saturday. I don't think I've ever seen Tiger Woods have so many three putts and even a four putt. I think the cold weather certainly had something to do with that too. His hands, his feel not being what they would normally be, but uh I think uh, in listening to his comments, you know, everything they've done with his leg prior to this was simply healing and he's not really been able to do any strengthening, but his team is confident they're going to be able to do that going forward, which should only set him up better. Uh, this was the first time that he's walked four days. He did it on the most difficult golf course to work to walk, excuse me, in professional golf. And now he has to build up strength in that leg and stamina. And just by playing more rounds, he can't practice at the level that he normally could, but he has to practice a little more efficiently, a little smarter than perhaps he did at one time. And I think that uh, he'll figure it out. I mean, I think what we saw from him this week is that Tiger Woods is still the utmost competitor. He's going to fight even when things aren't going well. To come out there and make the cut was was pretty, uh, you know, it was was a remarkable achievement based on where he's been in uh, in this recovery. And I think we're, we'll only see him uh, develop more more strength and stamina going forward. And I think his game is still good enough to compete in these events where par is a good score. Brian Mould with us here. All right, uh, seeing some Twitter chatter when I got up early this morning about uh, Phil returning to the U.S. Open. Um. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, he has to come back at some point, and I, I certainly I wouldn't rule him out for the PGA in May. I mean, he is the defending champion, and I would think he would want to enjoy that and wouldn't be a, the worst time to come back. Certainly the U.S. Open, I think he, he's going to try to compete in uh, until he can no longer play golf since uh, it's the only missing link in his career Grand Slam uh, Phil's going to have to come back at some t some point. America loves a second chance. They love a redemption story. I think if he's honest about, uh, you know, an apology and, and we see a, maybe a, a little more humble version of Phil Mickelson, I think that'll be something that his fans and others will rally around and support and hope that uh, he, he, you know, is able to accomplish that. I mean, if you, if you think about what Will Zalatoris said about Tiger Woods last week, Tiger Woods is the needle. Uh, he doesn't move it. He is the needle. And the only other person who still has that impact on audio, on, on galleries is Phil Mickelson. And so I think uh, it would be a, it'd be an enhancement. It'd be a benefit to see him come back and play the majors. And then what his, uh, 
what his schedule looks like going forward beyond that, uh, especially with the Saudi Golf League now having firm commitments from Bubba Watson, Kevin Na, Lee Westwood, and Ian Poulter. Uh, does Phil go join them, or uh, has he burned that bridge? What just remains to be seen. I, th- I think they'd still take him in a heartbeat. If I'm Phil, hear me out. I either return in Mexico, which I know is in a couple weeks. I definitely, if it's going to be the U.S. Open, I go and play a tune-up at the Canadian Open. If they'll have him. And here's why. You're not going to have quite the national media at those events that are quote-unquote international. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I have a few. He's going, he's going to have to uh, – he and Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, are going to have to iron some things out. I think Jay's going to have to feel like he is uh, has had a moment to reflect on his comments and, and seeing how they are not good for the, for the good of the game, especially from someone of his stature. And, uh, you know, if he decides that he, going forward he – he does not want to play on the PGA Tour. He'll still be able to play in the majors for the next four years, and he'll also be able to uh, play in the Masters uh, forever. I mean, Fred Ridley made it very clear that he was not disinvited, and that Phil texted him and said he just wasn't ready to compete at this time. But I know that it had to, it had to really kill Phil to not be there on Tuesday night for that Champions Dinner. Yeah. All right, uh, the great Brian Mull, Caddy Network, uh, other outlets uh, talking with us here, a little golf. I heard this yesterday on a show. I liked it. I could not write down uh, or all of the other uh, the, the numbers that went along with these guys. I didn't care to research it. Uh, so, but uh, let's just say it's been a minute for these five guys to win. Uh, I'm going to ask you this. Out of these five guys, who's the next to win a major? Out of these five guys, all right? Okay. Justin Thomas, who seems to have all the tools. Uh, Brooks Kepka, who has only won, I think, once in the last few years. John Rahm, whose D game is probably better than anybody else's D game. Uh, Roy McElroy, who backdoored his way to a second-place finish on Sunday. Or Jordan Spieth, who may have bottomed out here. That's a good question. I've got to go with Rahm. I think uh, he, he's been in a little bit of a putting funk the first few months of this season, but, uh, you know, he, he has the complete package. I think maybe felt a little bit of pressure of being number one in the world and trying to live up to something, but he, he can reset very quickly. And, uh, I, I would expect, you know, he, he being number one with one a being Justin Thomas. Um, Rory has this amazing round, and everybody's going to be – but he, it seems like Thursday's his undoing in a major. Yeah, he just uh, – he can't get off to a good start for whatever reason. I mean, we've seen it time and time again in majors in the last four or five years. It, it just seems like he plays tight. He looks uh, – there's anguish on his face. He, he doesn't swing the golf club freely. He doesn't putt with the same amount of confidence. And then he works his way into a position. He's so talented that uh, he's going to make the cut. And then he works himself into a position on the weekend where he really has nothing to lose because he's so far back in the pack. And then he, could, he starts playing the golf that we, we know he can. And we've come to expect from him. And, you know, that was an amazing round that he played on Sunday. He also played it void of any pressure 
of being able to win the golf tournament. I mean, look, he went out and shot 64 and it wasn't even close. He was theoretically five shots behind Scheffler before Scheffler's little putting mishap there on the 18th hole. So he has to show that he can get in the mix basically. And really when you look back at the majors over the last four or five years, Rory has rarely been in the mix on Saturday and Sunday, where he's been in the last couple of groups battling for the championship. And uh, it's really inexplicable. Uh, I think it's a mental aspect. Uh, he won four majors. Maybe he thought, um, you know, people expected him to win seven or eight or nine before his career is over. And now he's still stuck at four, you know, five years later or whatever it is. But he, he's he's in great shape. His, his golf swing looks as good as it has in some time. I think he's playing with a clear head. He's not worried about swing mechanics. So uh, you can't count him out, but he does have to figure out this Thursday, Friday uh, aspect to his game because it's just been, been very mediocre uh, the last uh, couple of years. I've always thought the RBC Heritage puts up pretty good fields. This is a sneaky good field this weekend. This is a terrific field for a regular event in that it's not a WGC or a major. I mean, 10 of the top 20 in the world coming up to Harbortown, most of whom, obviously, I think 40, 42 players who competed in the Masters are in the field this week at Harbortown. It's a dichotomy, complete opposite, much more relaxed Uh different completely different type of golf course but i think that a great place to take the family great place to kind of get away from golf you won't see a lot of guys grinding on the driving range after the round this week they'll be riding bicycles and trying to catch fish and going for a boat ride and all kinds of you know things that you can't do at the normal tour stop and it's a good golf course it's probably uh, one of pete dies better it was one of the first courses he did and it's probably one of the better courses he did it really tests you both ways hitting the golf ball left to right and right to left small greens you're going to get a little bit of wind and it's just a it's a kind of a good decompression i think for a lot of these guys and uh, we've seen all kinds of winners here, but generally playing in the Masters the week before has been beneficial as far as contending in this tournament. Harbortown and uh, Hilton Head, it's gorgeous. And the purse is pretty good. $8 million purse. It's a pretty decent little purse. So It's uh, worth making the drive over yeah. to the shores of Calabogie Sound to get a chunk of that $8 million. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Who you like? Um, I like Kevin Na and Kevin Kisner. Uh, both, I think they have perfect, uh, perfect games for that course. And Shane Lowry, who I was high on last week, and uh, other than a couple of loose iron shots early in the week, probably uh, played as well as he ever has in his career, finishing third. Said that his game has never felt better. He has a good record at Harbor Town. So those three would be on my short list beyond the obvious favorites of Cameron Smith and Colin Morikawa and the folks we've come to expect. Keep your eye on Webb Simpson too. I think he's on the mend. Uh, didn't have a great Sunday at Augusta National, but he has uh, won this tournament at Harbortown before. He's played phenomenally well there through his career. And I think uh, I think he, he will be in the top 10. There he is, Brian Mull. Appreciate it. Thanks, Patrick. Always a pleasure. Pirate Baseball tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Game one of their three games set for the holiday weekend. It'll be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday deal because of Easter. And you can pick that up here on 94.3, the game down at UCF in Orlando. Uh, 5.45 airtime, special 45-minute edition of the Patrick Johnson Show tomorrow. Amanda Moore, ECU lacrosse coach, will join us then. Hey, big thanks to Brian Mull for being on today. As always, been Byram. Great job. We'll catch you tomorrow, 5 o'clock, Patrick Johnson Show. Have a good evening. 
Today's warmer weather. This is that time of year you need to be enjoying life without pain. Hi, everybody. It's Patrick Johnson. Time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here and all over America get real, lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated, cutting-edge natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life-changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery's your next option, don't do it. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation and a free second opinion. Learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments. Enjoy this time of year doing what you RHDHD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24 7. 24 7. 94 3 The Game and 94 3 The Game.com.